This audio program is presented by Audible.com. Audible, audio that speaks to you wherever you are. Hello, I'm Ricky Gervais. Philosophy is the science which considers truth. So said Aristotle, one of the great forefathers of Western philosophy. In its attempt to seek out the truths and principles of human existence, philosophy must answer questions of beauty, of justice, of language, indeed, of the mind itself. To help me consider some of the core concepts and presumptions of philosophical inquiry, I'm joined by Stephen Merchant, graduate of the University of Warwick, an award-winning writer. It's a pleasure to be here. And Carl Pilkington, a man with no education, didn't really go to school, no awards, head like a fucking orange, you know the twat. All right. To me, philosophy might be the greatest subject of all academic subjects, the, the mother of science, um, asking the big questions, why are we here, how do we live? But it's been sort of mugged and kidnapped by those people who put rubbish under the umbrella of philosophy. Right. Cod philosophy. I went into a library once, I looked in the philosophy section, and there was a book by Doris Stokes. Doris Stokes being, for those that don't know? A, a, a medium who said she was talking to the dead. There's crystals, feng shui. Feng shui, yeah. Oh, God. The interesting thing about feng shui is how, uh, I remember someone came into an office I was working in once and she said, you're going to need crystal here above the lavatory to get all the negative chi out of the system. And she said, this crystal is £25. And the guy went, we're not going to spend that. And she went, okay, I got one here for five. Brilliant. It was surprisingly convenient that she had a number of different crystals that apparently did the same job. We're also going to need a brush to get the shit out of the toilet. What have you got for that? Yeah, there's a lot of that... Uh, that twaddle. There was a woman I remember once, I used to do a radio show on the BBC World Service, um, and she came in and she could tell from the coloured liquids that you chose, from a big selection of coloured liquids, she could tell a lot about your personality from that. So uh, I picked up uh, about three or four, and she looked at them and I chose like a blue one, just arbitrary, and she looked at me and she said, okay, I get the sense that you like to communicate with people, but on a global level. <laughs> And you were working for the World Service. For, as, as we spoke, we were broadcasting on the World Service. I don't know where, I mean, she just read it from the, the liquids. Um, as a novice, one of the key catchphrases, if you like, of philosophy, and one that's always intrigued and confused me a little, is the famous René Descartes quote, I think, therefore I am. A lot of people think of that as the epitome, in a way, of a philosophical statement. First thing we ever did, I think, mm -hmm. at degree level, and it's the one thing I'd already heard of. It, it's one of those things that, that sort of uh, uh, filters down um, cogito ergo sum, as you say, I think therefore I am, when um, Descartes was pondering his existence. Um, just before we get to his conclusion, Carl, how do you know this isn't a dream? Uh, just because I haven't been sleeping that well. <laughs> right, no, okay. No, but... You could still be dreaming, couldn't you? Because this could be a dream that you haven't been sleeping lately. You could be dreaming the last few nights you haven't been sleeping. Uh, in dreams, they, they're different, like... I mean, I, like I say, I don't have that many of them because I don't sleep that well. But when I do have one, there's something different and vivid about it. Now, if I was dreaming all this, I reckon my boiler would have been fixed ages ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone has a dream that goes on for that amount of time. Well, it could be a nightmare, but the presumption... But the, I think you're also presuming that, that the dream that you could be dreaming needs to be exactly the same as the dreams you think of when you're dreaming. What My point is, there's no way of you knowing that this life you're living now as you talk to us is real, and that it's not actually the imaginings of another Carl somewhere else. There are actually no clues, Carl. There are actually no clues now that this is the real thing. Well, sometimes, most of the time, it's one minute I'm awake, next minute I'm asleep, then I'm awake again. Yeah. Sleep's just... You know the bit between you being awake and awake again? That That's called asleep. Yeah. Now, do you ever think things while you're asleep? 
vivid it's, things. It's that bit between the awake and yeah, awake I want to look you, at. I told you about one ages ago where Go on. where you burst in and I was on the toilet. <laughs> I never had this dream. Never yeah, yeah, the this. one that it was all, it was like, everyone was German and it was at some gig or something and you opened the door yeah. and everyone was looking and laughing at me and I'm sat on the toilet and you sort of said, oh, that's probably because you're uncomfortable with Fame. being put on the limelight. Yeah, like that, you, that you might be, uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. But that's one dream See, that I, could or, be true. But you, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or there is a likelihood that you think, I bet he's going to burst in. I uh, am always uh, on edge when you're about, when I use the toilet here. Yeah, I kind yeah. of think, is he busy at the moment? <laughs> You have to wait till he's on the phone to go for a piss. I have to sit there holding the lock. Yeah. It's a weird I mean, thing it isn't to do. normal. It's not normal. <laughs> but there's an example of a dream. But I think what you're failing to grasp is not so much the mechanics of whether this is a dream, but that you cannot know the truth of what you're experiencing. You cannot know that this is reality. It's a question about reality. So How let's do we go know on what to that then. What, what reality is and, and what we like about reality. Robert Nozick did this thing that, that if you could go into a flotation tank and you led a whole virtual life and it was the best life possible, you did exactly what you've always wanted, you became the person you wanted to be, you did the best things you could ever dream of doing and you literally couldn't tell the difference so it was your life okay and you lived your biological life out in that tank and died at 80 and had the best life any person could ever have you could pre-program it would you get into that tank knowing what you know now knowing that you would have the best life ever with no heartache no upset no no loved ones dying so what's happening when when i'm sort of having a packet of munchies yeah it, am i having them or are they imaginary they're imaginary but you can't tell the difference it's the best packet of munchies we've ever had i love the fact that you went into the flotation tank right, uh, and your one proviso was are munchies as good <laughs> yeah no, Absolutely. no, I'm, I'm just taking it back to basics. That is right. basic, You've got yeah. to pre-program your life. That's where you'd start, is it? Munches must always taste magnificent. Well, it's just, if you can still enjoy the basic things in life, then that's yeah. when you can't you do. go wrong. You do. You enjoy them. You are the... You're the... It's the life you'd ever want to live. And yeah, you're living it. Sorry? bit dangerous. Why? why? Go on, why? Just, um... I don't know, because sometimes I think things don't happen for the best right right sometimes you can sort of think oh i'll enjoy that if that happens and then it doesn't happen and you've had time to think about ah, but what this is perfect happened. no this is built in because whatever happens is for the best so not only when you're in this flotation tank are you ha enjoying yourself that things just keep getting better or staying so as you good. never you never have a bad day you never have a bad day but how long would that last for before you go and fed up with this? Well, why would you get fed up with it? Because you do something else. It's the perfect life. Bear in mind, you don't. You're not aware that you're in the flotation tank. You've made that deal, but then once you're in there, you don't. Know, you're not aware of being in the flotation tank. You're living your life, and it's perfect. You're happy. Well, we don't know how you would be happy. Well, you just have munchies every day, and well, yeah, you'd get in it then. You'd get in it if you if you don't know you've got in this tank. If I somehow go to bed at night, someone injects me in the head, and then they go right, stick him in the tank now. And then I wake up, packet of munchies there, <laughs> sun's out, uh, Suzanne goes, oh, it's a nice day, we'll go and do something nice. And right. You're meant to be at work. And she goes, no, I don't have to go in today. Right. Go, All right, let's go out then. Now, what's interesting there is that uh, within this scenario, I gave you any, any life, you could do anything, and you chose the exact life you've got now, except Suzanne's got a day off. Now, I both love that. Well, I was a bit suspicious, of, though, that she's just taking a day off. No way, it's not happening now. It's not happening, really happening. You could do anything you like. But I like the fact now you're even questioning you're not in the tank and why has Suzanne got a day off, right? <laughs> now, I love that because that suggests to me that you're a, a nice, happy, satisfied, whatever you want to do it, contented person who's got the perfect life. However, it's almost like you haven't fully understood the possibilities. For example... You wake up, there's the munchies, sunny day, Suzanne's not at work, you go, why aren't you at work? Oh, she goes to you, hold on though, why are you flying? And you go, I just can. But you hadn't even thought of that maybe you could fly or swim or hold your breath. You're just no, going to have some munchies for breakfast. Hang on a minute, this is day one. 
Oh, okay. When you go on holiday, yeah, like I said before, you don't you don't turn up and go right. It's one o'clock. Jet ski for half an hour. Uh, bungee jump in forty minutes after that. Yeah. Let's have a nice roti yeah. and uh, you know try a little cocktail. And what do you do? What do you do when you well, arrive you get, there? Well, you get there. Yeah. Uh, the fella takes your case to the room. Right. You have that panic of. Am I going to give him too much money? I don't know right. the currency well enough yet. I don't know how much More things More information are. than we asked for. Yeah. No. And the most mundane scenario I've ever heard. No, but this is what happens in real life. Yeah. Right, okay. So you have that scenario. You mm. go, right, where's my shorts? You get them on. You go out and have a wander. You have a wander around yeah. to know where everything is. The Car shop, park you did The once. shop, yeah. uh, you know, how close the beach is. Yeah. Is it busy? Yeah. Okay, you're just telling us what happens when you go on holiday. What's your point? Okay. Because you don't you don't want fun all in one go. You want to build to it because mm. that's sometimes part of it. Right. Yeah. Right? Okay. So anticipation. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's about things taking time, isn't it? Then looking back at the journey and going, yeah. how did I get here? Okay. Well, right. Can I ask a question? Because sorry, I'm just what I'm fascinated to know is if you decided to sign up to the the float tank idea. Okay, you can design your perfect life. But I'd prefer not to well, know I'm doing it. No, you, you won't you know. Wouldn't. But I you want to ask know. this question. Imagine we, Ricky and I are the doctors, okay? We can put you in this tank. You, all we need to know from you now is what your perfect life is. We're going to program it in the computer. You're going to wake up tomorrow. You won't know this conversation's happened. You'll have the perfect life. What, if you, if you don't mind, we're going to take notes now. What is the perfect life? You're still obviously living with Suzanne. We've got but munches. What else? You've we've got, got munches, munches and we've got sunshine. But what else would you like in your magical life, of the, your ultimate life? I think I prefer... Hair? No, because then I'd know it's not real. No, you no, would, would never know. know. Just, no, no, it just came know. back. Suzanne comes in one day and goes, why aren't you working? She goes, look, I, okay, I've left my job. Can we leave the, why am I at work? I'm always going to be here, right? I've got a new tonic, right, from Boots. She pops it on your air. Boop, baby gorilla. Yeah, I, I, I don't like this idea of suddenly Suzanne's never at work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, just, I just think you need you need a bit of the badness to have the goodness. Right. Right. Uh, in a minute, you're going to be injected in the head, you're going to go to sleep, you're going to be in a flow state, but you are going to suddenly leave this office and it's going to be a virtual world. You can do what you want. You can suddenly go, what was I hanging around with that bloke off the office for? I'm a, I'm a spy. You and you go whatever. to MI5 and they go, oh, thanks for coming in, Pilkerton. Um, listen, uh, uh, Drosky, um, he's, he's coming from Russia and um, he's got the... Bang, what do you do? What's your scenario? What do you do as a job? We've got munches, Suzanne's I, I never prefer, at work. I prefer what? to leave everything as it is. Brilliant. Go in right. it, go in it, but have everything the same so that I'm going, hang on a minute, has it actually happened? What are you talking about? No, you don't know about this. You don't know anything that's happened. No, because you've just said you're gonna you're gonna put me in the tank and you you asking questions as to what no. I want when I get in it. No, yeah, no, no, but no. you won't know you're in the but tank. You, once you're in the once tank, I, you won't know. You'll have a new life, a life that you've designed. Yes, you, you'd have different memories if you wanted. You could be five again, or you could be now, but you did weren't born no, in Manchester. I prefer it to be the same with the same memories, but the difference is when I next get British gas round, they go, "Oh, Mr. Bilkinson, yes." <laughs> The so he's like to have a virtual life, so his boiler's fixed. No, yeah, no, so your no, boiler no, no. still goes wrong in no, your dream, but, but you it gets fixed. But you don't yes. even need a boiler. You could be the perfect temperature but all the time. But this isn't Earth anymore. I don't, I don't like the idea of too much change. I don't want that much of a change But you won't realise, it won't feel like change. Well, it's changed already. You're saying the boiler's been fixed like that. <laughs> I prefer to, to still have that problem go, hang on a minute, is this different? Uh, Suzanne's still going to work. Right, that's very important. <laughs> but then you, to you don't want her around all day. But then, but then, things happen Go that on. wouldn't have happened in this world. So then, right, okay, let's write that. Well, let's see the differences. What do you do? Because I've got to program this. So you, you've got the same job, all that. Are we still around? Uh, yeah, because it's part I'm, of. I'm going to ask you a question now. Do I still squeeze your head every time I see you? Rest you to the ground and wind you up, trying to stress you out, call you all hours. Uh, do I still do all that? What am I like? You, you, you're still the same, and you still mm. do that. But maybe one day I go, don't do that anymore because it does annoy me. And you go, okay. And then well, I've dealt with it. I've sorted that problem as opposed to this machine, this tank deciding. Right. I don't like the idea of this tank right. making life good for me. Right. I want a few problems, and if there's a problem, I want to sort it. Okay. But we've well, hit the nail on the head there. We're going to go back to this because it's fascinating. But Nozick concluded that no one would get into the tank because we'd rather have a real life with all its problems than a fake life. And I sort of think you've proved that 
by even getting into the tank with your provisos and scenarios. I mean, you've changed nothing except your boiler being fixed and me stop squeezing your head but now I'm and again. Which makes me think that you should have your boiler fixed. Mm. And then you will have the perfect life that you can imagine. Yeah, but it's that old chestnut, isn't it? It's the thing of, like, um, what's my problem then? You've got right. the problem gene in your head. You've got to fill it with a problem. Yeah, you're not. he's not a geneticist. <laughs> got the problem hole in your head. No, he's got a problem uh, hole in your head. Shut up, Ricky. Let him say what he needs got, to he's, say. He's, he's got a problem it. hole in his head. He's got a problem hole in his head. It's called his mouth. Yes. Right, that is your problem hole. So, if someone comes up and they go, I've fixed your boiler. Sorry, could I just ask no, one No, let him let speak. Let me ask one question, Steve. Is the problem hole different from the problem gene, or is that a new term for... You, no, you put things through the problem hole and they end up in the problem gene. You feed something in the problem hole... Is okay. that right, Carl? It goes through the problem yeah. tube into the problem gene. Okay, so it's down the problem conduit. Okay, go on. Right. So it's better to have... You've got a problem hole in your head, right? Yeah. So you stuff in a problem Problems. into the problem hole. Okay, yeah, goes. okay. Now, all the little problems can't get in because of the big problem. Right. right. Is that good or bad? It's a but good that's thing not true, is it? The problem hole is a standard size on everyone. <laughs> right. 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 No, but that's Shut not... up, Ricky. Let uh, him now, explain. Now, Ricky, I'd say his problems... Uh, not even problems. Well, how big's his problem hole? Same size as mine. Same size right, as okay. yours. But his problems are all little ones. They're like, you've got like a, a load of Skittles, I've got a big cream egg. <laughs> right, but why- Shut what, up! Let but, him speak! He's but, just expanding on his idea. Why but do you what is his dredging? problem? What is your problem that's so okay. big compared to my little Skittles? Loads of problems. You, you get stressed out about things that I'm like, what's up with you? You get annoyed easily with stuff. People chewing loudly. Or someone breathing loudly. Or someone coughing. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, oh, that doesn't matter. Like you say, to you, the boiler is like, get it ripped out, put a new one in. It's not as easy as that. It is. And that's why the problem ball is growing. <laughs> it's a it's got a gene, a ball, and a hole. So the problem there's, ball. No wonder there's no fucking room for a brain. Right, shut up. Let me ask. <laughs> I want to clarify this. The problem ball exists in life that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It has to go through the problem hole, <laughs> down the problem tube, into and the bounce, problem bounce gene. into the problem gene. Into, right, now then. Now then. So you've got the problem ball. Everyone's problem hole is the same size. Okay. But some people's problems are smaller, so they can slip straight into the problem hole. I've got a question, Stephen. Wait, wait. And listen, has anyone got, has anyone got a pair of problem balls? <laughs> or is it always just... Because ladies have a pair of problem balls? No, because Hitler had one uh, problem ball, didn't he? But... Uh, could anyone ever have a pair of problem balls is my question to you but and some people's problem balls are much bigger than another man's or another woman's right yeah right. depending on the problem so you right. could have you could you, have, you could have a pair of problem balls and one problem hole the way i'm if saying if you if you okay no, no, suppose i came to you and said listen um well, but a man uh, starving in a foreign country he might have huge problem balls he might have but if i went to a doctor and said i've got a problem I'd, hole and the doctor said well let me see it and I, you know, he said, well, let me see your problem hole. And, he, and, and, and hanging down in front of my problem hole was a huge pair of problem balls. What would he treat first, is my question. Well, would he look into the problem hole? He said, right, he'd say, right, take your problem genes off. <laughs> right? <laughs> I want to see your problem hole oh. clearly. But he would fish, he would put his hand or his finger into the problem hole to try and remove the problem he ball, would. wouldn't he? Well, well, he'd, well, he'd, he'd, well, he could feel the problem balls, but he'd have to insert his finger into the problem hole, wouldn't he? Right. Okay, so... So, Carl, go on then. I'll just get in the tank. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so in a roundabout way, back to Cogito Ergo Sum, I think therefore I am. Descartes, pondering, how do I know this isn't a dream? Well, he concluded he doesn't. When he took it further to, how do I know I even exist, he quite rightly concluded that, well, if I'm even pondering this question, I must exist. Whatever I am, wherever I am, the fact that I'm questioning, introspecting, thinking at all, I think, therefore I am. Because I'm even thinking, at least I know one thing, that I exist. That's all he said, Carl. I don't understand why he had so much time on his hands to be worrying about this. At the end of the day, get on with it. You're not doing shit all, Carl. <laughs> so why are you so annoyed at other people who aren't doing anything? I you're just going out in the morning, you're staring at worms, at bugs, you're staring at the sky, you're writing what books has a on that your head. You're making up, you're making up the books. That isn't researched. 
What do you mean making it? What well, is it that you're the, doing? The, one, of the, one of the chapters in your book about travel was Australia. I've never been there myself. Forget it then. Throw it away. No, because you can still have You make up stuff about a grub eating a biscuit. We're all the same. We're, I mean, what is that? That's not... That's not but... I laughed. Yeah. So I, it, so I enjoyed that book. Listen, everyone like me who that bought book that book- That book is absolutely pointless. It is in my lavatory. Every time I pop in there for a shit, yeah. just take it off the shelf, have a little read. Yeah, Great I'm, fun. I, and I'm down to about four pages, because <laughs> sometimes I forget to get bog rolled. But listen, that is a fun book to yeah, wipe your ass it's with. It's a great well, it book was, to wipe your ass with. But that book was good for me. I don't yeah. know if, if anyone enjoyed it, but I was emptying my worry hole. Is that another is that different to the problem are you worry It's next to it. Once a problem ball is being processed through the the, the hole, <laughs> is it is it deposited through the worry oh, hole? Christ. All I'm saying is you're right, I do watch a lot of insects and stuff. <laughs> and you never see them wasting time. They're always doing something, an ant's carrying something somewhere. Sometimes I watch it and it goes somewhere and comes back again, you think, does it know what it's doing? But at least it's trying. <laughs> what do you- Now, if there was a What is it doing, though? What is that ant doing? Work. It's doing- it's building a house, but or- But what's the point? It's- everything it does is pointless. How can you say that? It's pointless. I'll tell just... you what, if, if there was a bigger sort of being looking over the world and they went, right, let's look at the human race, and, well, they'd look at the ants first and they'd go, right, they've got their hands full. They're carrying big stuff. They try to save time by carrying stuff that's way too big for them, really. <laughs> they could do that w between three of them. But they don't. They're all grafting hard. Then they go, right, hit the human button. They hit the human button, they watch the humans. The amount of people who are just sat about doing now. They're but reading about Amy Winehouse, Lily Allen in London at 2am. So what? <laughs> what are we doing? I agree with you, but what are you doing? You see, the ant analogy, joking aside, I think there, you hit on the fact that Life is about working for what you get, and I'm right behind that. I am right behind that. Mm. I think that's uh, I, I, I think that's absolutely true. That's what I meant. What's dangerous is a boiling kettle to an ant. At the end of the day, right? Yeah, but that's that's evil, isn't it? What? You know, I, I don't. I, I mean, you, you sometimes make out as if I'm an evil man. We had an ant problem mm. in the garden. Suzanne said we've got to get rid of these. Mm. And I said, well, it's a bit out of order, they are outside. And yeah. she said, yeah, but there's, there's getting a lot of them. Mm. She went and popped the kettle on. Mm. I said, I can't handle this. I went in, right? <laughs> what, you didn't want to see the ant thread? That's sweet, you know, they're there. Yeah, it might be causing a problem, but I don't want to see this, this mess. Now, the thing is, she went out, she poured the hot water on it. I left it a few minutes. I went out, I had a cup of tea, I thought, it's a waste of electrical. Well, it <laughs> yeah. So I took my cup of tea out there, and I'm sat there. And then, I just saw one come back from wherever it had been. One ant. He looked devastated. <laughs> because that, that had been away. As far as that was concerned, it had been out to get a leaf or whatever. Came back, devastation. And it's, it's that what, that, that's, that's the thing, that he summed up death for me, that. The, the ants that are dead, they didn't know anything. Suddenly they were there, next minute, load of water, dead. It's the people who are still living in life that are the saddest, aren't they, after death? Yeah. And that summed it up. What do you think? That you ant came... would have been better off being there when it happened. How could you tell the ant was... What do you think? So you saw him... it, I mean, they run around in circles anyway, don't they? But this was just kind of going, what's going on? And what did it, did it slow down when it got nearer the nest? Did it drop the leaf and then you see it run the last few inches? It, it just kind of got close and it was like a double take almost. <laughs> Almost like it got near the hole, and then it was like, hang on a minute, this can't be it because no one's around. And then it walked on, and it went, no, it is the hole. And it went back, and it, it just sort of stopped for a minute. Ah. Oh. And that, that for me, that's the sort of thoughts Descartes should have been having. What? Things that you can look at as a human uh, yeah. and appreciate it and understand it yeah. and go, yeah, that's true, that is like life. Instead of, oh, am I awake? Am I asleep or what? No. Well, you might as well be asleep because you're doing nothing else. <laughs> Oh, Descartes, Winehouse, Alan. Slammed. What do you do towards enjoying your life? I don't normally enjoy the thing when I'm doing it, it's after. It's like that holiday, when I was on holiday. What do you mean, you don't enjoy the thing when you're doing it, it's after? What's an example of not enjoying the thing at the moment, but you do after? You didn't enjoy the holiday. Say but like you, the holiday, I've just so been you enjoyed away. coming on, off holiday? On. What? I want to hear it, you, you enjoyed the holiday, you didn't when, enjoy the when holiday. When I'm there, I had fleas biting me. Yeah. I had mosquitoes biting me. Yeah. Uh, there was a funny smell of damp in the bathroom. 
I was worrying getting in the sea thinking is the stonefish in it <laughs> right now you've yeah. got all that going on yeah. when you get back you forget about the damp smell you forget well, about you the fleas because the bites have gone they're not as much of a problem yeah. so then your brain starts going well hang on what did I enjoy and you go I enjoyed the dorada fish I had that I've never eaten yeah. that's an experience at the time I wasn't enjoying it because I'm thinking when I get back I'm going to have fleas on me again Yeah. so you remember all the good stuff it's like an old person when they're dying and they go I'm having flashbacks they don't say I'm remembering the time my shoes were too tight what do they, they say, say they're having nice they're going oh I loved the time with that I was old. wearing flip flops no, they, they oh. enjoy, they have flashbacks like of the what, nice like holidays. What, what, what did you look back? Holidays and that, you'll go, oh, the, 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 the lovely hot summer of 79. So you don't enjoy anything you enjoy while you're at doing the moment, it? At the moment, at the moment in time, it's I don't understand that. That's, that. I mean, that is the oddest thing I've ever heard about. I think about. there's actually a medical term for it. There's someone who's unable well, to, to, to enjoy, to have, to receive pleasure, to take pleasure. It's really weird, that. That is really weird. No, because you're busy doing the thing. So well, you haven't so, got time to enjoy so it. So you can't enjoy something you're busy doing because you're busy doing it. You can't possibly enjoy it. Or you don't know if you're going to enjoy it because it hasn't finished yet. Well, Carl, but listen, I know from the, uh, right, the moment... Right, say this. Listen, Bungee I, jumping. I'd love right. to bet I do it. I bet you get a, a brilliant feeling as right. you're falling. Yeah. But I wouldn't be enjoying it because I'd be going, is the thing going to snap? Right, okay. Well, there's, there's, there, there, that is, there is something about that. Extreme sports, there is a reason uh, why you do them. It is the after effect you enjoy because right. it's the fear and then the, right. the, the endorphins that rush to you and you go, my oh, God, I survived, isn't it brilliant? That's right. a feeling of euphoria. So that's, no, but, you're but, having a nice dinner. Right, okay. Now, when I get a menu given to me in a restaurant, yeah. I go, right, what am I going to do here? Yeah. Right, well, when I came here, I thought I'd have some lamb chops. They've got lamb chops, great. Wonder how much they give you because I quite fancy this pudding they've got. Right. Now I have the lamb chops. It comes with extra veg. I eat it. I enjoy it. The pudding I wanted. It's gone out the window. I've got no room for it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you enjoyed the lamb chops. But you enjoyed the lamb chops. You enjoyed. You can only so get packed so much. Enjoy if you're enjoying all, all your life all the time. There's no point in regretting anything. That's just greed. No, but I was looking forward to the pudding. Well, you shouldn't have eaten all the veg. Yeah, but I was enjoying it at that. Point. But then you take the pleasure that you had at that point. No, because I yeah. wanted a pudding. Yeah, but, you but you didn't want a pudding, or you've had a pudding. No, because I would have had it for the sake of having it. Yeah, and then it's it's. Yeah, but what's, I don't know what the whinge is there. You had a lovely meal. You had some lovely lamb chops. You enjoyed the hour. Because when I read that they had a, a, like profiteroles on there, yeah. I thought I fancy a couple of them. Yeah, and, and then the, you, and the chance has gone. I'm probably not coming back to this, this restaurant. Now yeah, but you haven't missed a chance. You had the chance. You didn't want to take it because you were full up with lovely lamb. It's What's not like problem? you didn't enjoy the lamb and the veg. If you'd not enjoyed that, I can understand your point. But you had a lovely time eating the lamb and the veg. If, someone the if, if the bloke came here and said, you can have the profiterals rolls if you eat this lamb you don't like, you go, oh. And you ate the lamb, you didn't like it, but now you're full, then you could whinge. You wish I hadn't have been forced to eat the lamb, I could have the little profiterals. That's, you know. I had a spicy sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Now, the, th the problem was, Go I on. was enjoying it, but I thought, this is this is the spiciest sausage I've ever eaten. Right. Now, I could only enjoy that the next day night when I knew that it's the gone through my body, there hasn't been a problem. So I go, that was a nice sausage, you'd have one of them again. Right. <laughs> that was a nice sausage! But then the next time, surely you'd be enjoying it, because you wouldn't have the trauma of the next night, because you'd live through it, and now you're just enjoying the, the lovely spiciness and the sausiness of the spicy sausage. Yeah, but the problem is, once you've enjoyed something, it's very difficult to replace what you got from that spicy sausage the first time. Then why are you looking forward to having another one? Because let me tell you... Go on. Auntie Nora. Yeah. She's, she's guilty of this all the time. She right. loves a, a spicy sausage. Well, she, she, you know, I've told you she prepares all her food, mm. right? She's got them all in bags in a freezer, Monday, mm. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Right. Um, she's got it all there. Now, she, what she normally does, she makes a big pot of curry. Mm. Right. She goes, what I'll do, I'll pop that in the Monday bag and I'll pop it in the Thursday bag. Mm. It's the same curry. Now, she has it on the Monday. Yeah. She loves it. She thinks right. I got the mix just right there. The spices yeah. are good. The yeah. chicken was tasty. I'm looking forward to Thursday. I'm looking forward to Thursday. I can't wait for Thursday. Yeah. I'll call her up on the Thursday evening. I'll go, how was the curry that you had on Monday that you said you were having again on Thursday that you enjoyed? Didn't enjoy it. Mm. Why is that? Don't know. Just want the same. Now, the weird thing there is it is the same. Mm. Auntie Nora, that is the same. It's from the same bag. It's from the same pot. But yeah. she was expecting too much. And that's the problem. If I had that mm. spicy sausage again... Yeah. It's never going to live up to it. So forget the spicy sausage. I've had it. I've experienced it. So you never. If someone says, one. "Well, it depends." So do you have anything twice ever? 
Maybe Jesus. not. But this is insane, Carl. Well, because aside from you and your Auntie Norma and presumably all the other Pilkerton clan, or all as weird as one another, why are you phoning her up and asking her what she's having for tea? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. What, that that shows not you only what is happening on Monday, yeah. what are you going to do on Thursday as well? Make, that, I'll make a note of it in the Auntie Norma <laughs> food diary. <laughs> that's proof that you really aren't enjoying your life. <laughs> exactly. To go, right, oh, fucking hell. But, what else you say but then he's people. phoning her up again late on the Friday to find out how the Thursday curry went down. I know, exactly. Yeah. That's two calls Unbelievable. that week. Well, it's just just read her journal. No, he makes her happy, doesn't it? Get a call. She's got nothing else. Yeah, but the curry doesn't tell the curry to make her happy. No, well, she did the first they time. They loved it on Monday. She did like it on Thursday. Now the question is: Is it better to enjoy something once and not again than not at all? But you're an idiot because you're the only person who experiences this. That's not the choice. That's not the choice for normal people. You can either never enjoy summer or only enjoy it once. You can enjoy things loads of times. No, you can't. That's what a hobby is. A hobby is enjoying things over and over again. I haven't got a hobby ever. That's why. I've had loads of hobbies in the past. I did the dancing. I did the boxing. I did. Uh, what else have I done? Mm. That is it. I think that's what. But, but but that's what I'm saying. Though. I soon get bored, and that's it's like how you enjoy. You know, I love munches. Yeah. But I always enjoy the last one more than. Well, that doesn't make sense. That goes c totally counter to your argument. No, because it's from one packet. What? It's from one packet. What difference does that make? The so first you, one's surely so, your favourite. So no, hold on. Not. So if you do have one munchie, I'll go ahead as a munchie, mate. You no. go, I'm not going to take one unless I can have all of them, in, uh, particularly the last one. Um, but what is... Well, no, I'd like to have them all, please. What? No, no, you can't have them all. Don't be so greedy. Have, have one munchie. Have the first munchie. There but you I'm go. I'm going to have one, and I'm, I'm going to get a taste for them, and I, I'll probably want another. Well, no, that, they're my munchies, though, aren't they? No, they I'll do keep you... them, then. Forget it. Well, look, so you'd rather have no munchies than one munchie? I'll go and buy a packet. I'd prefer, I'd prefer to go, do you know what? I fancy a packet of them. But why do you enjoy, <laughs> the, la okay, then why do you enjoy the last munchie more than the first? Whereas you, know you enjoy the, the first one. curry, but not the second curry. But you know curry. it's the last one. Because it's, no, because I'm eating them all in one sitting. I'm not going, that's for Monday, that's for Tuesday, that's for Wednesday. I'm right. talking about a packet of munchies. Right. I eat them. There's probably about 12 in a packet. Okay. I shove the first four in without even thinking what I'm eating. Really <laughs> <bastard>. <laughs> you shove the first four in! Without right. even thinking about what right. I'm yeah. eating. Now, th then, when you're getting towards the end, you make them last more, you might bite the top of them. You look what's inside them, you go, oh, I'm liking this. But you know, hold on, what, one? every time? What, every time you buy a packet of munchies? Yeah. It? Yeah. So, hold on, though, you must enjoy a packet of munchies regularly, then? Not as often as you think. They have well, I don't know. <laughs> well, no not as I think, I don't know. So, tell me how often you enjoy a packet of munchies. Normally after, a, sort of, maybe once a month. So, every month, you look forward to a lovely packet of munchies. And the same experience. Yeah, you but like at the, the first end, one. I like the last one. The only thing you know you enjoy, look forward to enjoy, and it fulfills all those expectations is a fucking packet of munches once a month. Fuck me. What do you think happiness is? Um, again, you, you only know the happiness because of the badness. You've well, got to have a yin and a yang. Well, I know what you mean there. I, I, I agree with you on this because. It, it's sort of no good to be handed it on a plate. I mean, just tr just from my own experience, working for summer does feel better because you've got a you've got a pride and a satisfaction. I genuinely think it's better to start a business, struggle, go bust, come back, than win the lottery. Yeah, I genuinely believe that. And the older I get, the 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 more sure I am of that. That working hard is itself the reward, and I genuinely believe that. But where does it end? It's no point having the struggle till you die, and never get any happiness. Um, so, w what's your balance? We don't have to go into philosophical terms here. What's your balance? What's your yin and yang of a, of a, of a good life? Uh, and, and by right. good life, I mean one that you've enjoyed or, or, or been satisfied with, and one that you have no regrets or guilt or shame, and a bit of pride. What are you asking me? I've had, yeah, I've got a bit of all that. Right. But you need you need the mixture, don't you? So you so you find out what you what your favourite thing is. It's like a bag of revels. Yeah, but you can't you can't cherish guilt or shame. Did you just say you? life is like a bag of revels? Isn't that dangerously close to life's like a box of chocolates? In Forrest Gump over there, yeah. Jesus. No, but it, but it is, isn't it? There's there's one or two in there that I don't like. Like what? The raisin. No, 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 no. With chocolate. Yeah, no, no. Now, what no, I'm saying metaphorically, is... Metaphorically, what, what's the... Like, yeah, well, I'm Actually using... named what Reveille doesn't like. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, because it works in life. Go on, then. But the Reveille like is raisins? there. Go on. Well, well, maybe, if you have what? enough raisin ones, yeah. you eventually go, do you know what? They're not that bad. 
What? And that's the thing in life. Well, hold on, wait a minute. So what are you saying? Where's this metaphor? Are you saying suddenly all the bad things in life are pretty good, actually, if you just well, get used to them? sometimes, sometimes out of bad comes some good. Go on. At the end of the day, the, uh, the revel mm. thing. What happened to the munch here? Oh, uh, well, again, with life, if you have too much munchies, you get sick of the munchies. So move on, mix it up. What, what mixes it up? Bag of Rebels. You've got a bit of everything in there. Right. So even the ones you don't like, you might like in the end, you'll go, do you know what? I was okay, wrong, lose, I was lose the judging. analogy now. It actually just talking about Rebels now, <laughs> in life. What about, what about, um, oh, what can I, what has he enjoyed before? What would you have written to Jim will fix it, to fix for you? What would have given you pleasure as a kid? Dear Jim, can you fix it for me to do what? When I watched Jim fix it as a kid, they never really lived up to what the kid wanted, did they? But what would you have requested? But I don't think I would because I think I saw how disappointed most of the oh kids were. God, it's a kid exhausting. like whistling. They brought out it's Roger Whittaker. <laughs> yes, because they look at it. They go, "Can you fix it for me to go into space?" No. Can I dance with Banana Rama? No problem. That's the ones they pick. Yeah. So that's I mean? why I wouldn't write in because. Whatever you ask for, you're always going to get a watered-down version. But if Jim could fix it for you to do anything, what would you have chosen? There's not many things I wanted as a kid. One thing. Just one thing. To choose one thing, please. That my name was Brett. I mean, it's extraordinary. <laughs> there, is no, there is no predicting that. <laughs> OK, you know what? I can make that dream come yeah, true for you right now, Brett. We can just call you Brett from now on. Not a problem, Brett. Brett Pilkington. It sounds good. I love the fact that it's the Carl bit he wants to replace, not the fucking no, but Pilkington. No, that doesn't work either, because, like, then... Well, why I not, Brett? Because I told, okay. me, I told me mum and dad that that's what I wanted. They started calling me that, but then I forgot they, that. What, they went along with it? Yeah. So you said, mum, dad, call me Brett from now on. And they went, all right. Yeah, but then I, I kept forgetting that I was Brett, so I wasn't answering, so they went back to Carl. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's amazing! So you've had that dream come true. Yeah, and it wasn't that good. And that's what I'm saying to you. Things never live up to what you want. Dreams, what are they? <laughs> Taking one of the big themes of philosophy further, um, why are we here? What's the point of life? What is it to be human? Um, the ethical upshots of some of the technological and medical breakthroughs pose, you know, more of their own questions. Cloning, uh, is that, is that a person in its own right? Well, of course it is. Um, what about if you grow that for harvesting without the brain? Um, so, so growing kind of or vital organs, yeah. presumably in a, in a laboratory. What about that, you know, uh, stem cell research, is that, you know... I mean, there's, there's, there's weird things happening all the time with all this transplant stuff. Um, read about one who, uh, you know, a way of sort of, you're saying, oh, it's just a bit of meat. Yeah. You're saying, no, it doesn't No, what I meant, it, 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 organs can't have rights and feelings. No, but listen that. to this. Go on. So. It's going to be bullshit. No. No, no, my, my, no, the, the, the sentence went you, up. Would you like a small beep, wager? Beep, 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 beep. The sentence went up when he said, right, listen to this. Okay, right. I'm going to bet you £5, Rick, that this is not bullshit. Don't let me down, Carl. Okay, I'm going to bet you um, they found out it was the heart of a chimp and the bloke selling like bananas. Okay. And the, doc the doctor bought it half price at a market. I've got faith in Carl. I don't think he's going to let me down here. Not when we're talking about philosophy. He's going to have done some careful research. Okay. Let's take a wager. £5 is coming my way. So, what happened is... Do you know how, like, people do, uh, donor cards? Mm-hmm. Someone fill one out saying, if I die, um, he can have my kidney, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, anyway, he died. He said, get the kidney out. They got the kidney out of him. Um, someone who needed a new kidney, they were, like, over the moon, there's a new kidney on the way. Um, but this person who didn't, didn't, who needed the new kidney had a couple of things. Right. He he wasn't very good at driving. Yeah. And he couldn't stand yellow biscuits. Right. Couldn't stand yellow biscuits. Okay. He just didn't like them. There okay. was something... He didn't know why. He just okay. never liked them. Anyway, they pop it in. He's having his test done. He's in hospital for a couple of days. Goes home. Goes... Could do with a yellow biscuit. What the fuck's a yellow biscuit? Just a... Banana baldies. What are you talking about? 
Just a yellow biscuit. Who, who decides? I, I like all biscuits except yellow ones. Where is this uh, uh, supermarket? Right. Well, well, I don't know why. I don't know what the colour of the biscuit's got necessarily got to do with it. It's like a phobia. It's right. an odd phobia. Oh, so he fears the combination of yellowness and biscuitiness. Right. So a bloke. He doesn't mind biscuits. I don't mind yellow. Don't ever put them together. That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> So, right, I'm confused as to who's got what, who's, okay. who's kidney. There's a bloke, a bloke's received a new kidney. He hated biscuits. He's not very good at driving, he hates custard creams. Right, but now, suddenly, after the hospital transport, the, after the operation, <laughs> oh, a really cream. fancy yellow biscuit. Yeah. Okay, does he go out for a drive at any point? He went driving. Right, because he's going to be terrible. He loved driving. All over the road. What? 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 He loved driving. He liked driving all of a sudden. What? But he hated it. I know. But well, this is what's weird. It's bollocks. The kidney is a filter system. But if you have something for long it's enough... It's like getting a new tea strainer and suddenly liking yellow biscuits and driving. No. The kidney has no impact on anything. No. It's like how if you knock about with someone, you pick up their little things that they do. Right. Suzanne kept saying to me, that's a nonsense. I said, stop saying that. You've suddenly picked that up from someone. I said, you've never said that before. And you've done <laughs> it three times in about two days. <laughs> And it's the same thing. It's Jesus the same thing. Christ. Living with Carl. He doesn't like me saying nonsense. I don't know why. But well, let's be honest, if you're going to live with Carl, you're going to use the phrase, yeah. that's nonsense. You're going to start coming up with more and more bollocks, nonsense, <laughs> rubbish, shit. Round-headed fool, you've picked that from someone. St you've used that 200 times in the last three minutes. Head like a fucking orange. Stupid fucking bald cunt. Where'd you get that from, Suzanne? I've said it three times just during breakfast. Fucking hell, dim-witted half. <laughs> Steve, five quid. Yep. A big question, particularly in the the area of um, philosophy of the mind, is what is intelligence? It's just... It, it, it's what you know, isn't it? Well, that's knowledge, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's a, it's a form of knowledge, intelligence. No, I don't think it is. Why not? Because intelligence, really, is everything from the ability to retain knowledge, to understand it, to apply. It's probably a little bit like the difference between how fast the computer is and how good the program on that computer is. It's no good. I'd say I've got a brain that mm. that can... it can work stuff out. Mm. Um, but sometimes, if if I tell it too much, he can't remember all of it. Now, if I had a brain that had loads of memory space... Yeah. Tell me as much as you want. Well, that that's important. That's and important you keep to it. But yeah, but that, some people say that's what intelligence is, isn't it? Memory. It's no good saying he's he's brilliant. He learns 10,000 facts a day. Really? Yeah, he forgets them the next day. Yeah. Well, right. that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but, but what good is that? Trivia is nothing. To, uh, it no, doesn't show good. intelligence. It's, good, it's it doesn't... good for chat. It's good for chat. And it, when you're out and about, if you meet a stranger, mm. it's good to drop something in, like you know. Go on. Uh, what would you drop in to show you're intelligent? Well, just to, just to meet you. Just met me at the bus stop. You think he's a nice fella? Steve, Steve's at the bus stop. There he is. He's there. He's got his he's got his little duffel coat on. His little scarf. His file. He's he's got his little glasses. Yeah. They're a little bit muddied up. Where some some ruffians have like thrown mud at him, and he, and I've seen this, and he's he's cried and he shat himself. Well, that's not true. Yeah, and he's run that's to the bus true. stop to go home to his mum. That's okay? not true at all. So at the bus stop, there he is. You come along, you go, oh, who's this nerd who shat himself? <laughs> that right? would never happen. It would, right, it would never right? happen. Right? And you, you I fought though. I never had a fight with him. <laughs> yeah, and you go, okay, he's obviously intellectual. Look at him, and he's gone, and he's looked at you, and he's gone, Jesus Christ, you look thick. Mm. Prove him wrong. No, what I'd do... Go on. I, there's no point just having one fact. Right. I'd wait for him to start a topic, and I'd show my intelligence by having a fact on the topic he's brought up. Okay. Because we can all have one topic... Yeah. ...that you go, uh, oh, I'll show this off. And then, you know, someone goes, oh, has he been talking to you about the peanut fact again? And yeah. you know, he's obviously telling everyone. Then it's just sure. a boring answer. Okay, so I might just say to you, you know, what are your views on mathematics? I just say the thing with numbers is there's, there's there's loads of them. I remember I told you an interesting fact once again to try and explain um, infinity to you, and I told you this: there are as many even numbers as even and odd numbers put together. Yeah. What do you think of that? 
it's, I, I think I've said before that I don't think things like that are impressive because numbers are man-made anyway. Right. If you were talking about, like, when you mentioned about um, <sighs> there's, there's more insects we don't know about than what we do, right. then you're going, oh, where are they? Where are they hiding? It okay. leaves a question. The well, fact that there's loads of numbers, it's like, yeah, but at the same time, you could, you could rule numbers out of your life if you wanted to. Really? You could live a life... Do you really think that? Difficult. Yeah, you could. There's, there's tribes. There's tribes in the Amazon. Yeah, but they're not they getting their food from Sainsbury's, are no, they? They, they, they count they, to three. They don't need any more numbers than three. And they just have three because they go, uh, one, they know what one is, they go, let, pass us one of them. And <laughs> they have one of them. What do you mean? Anything what over, mean anything over three, yeah. they just say, well, you're being greedy. <laughs> so they don't need it. But what if they've got five <laughs> children? How many kids you've got when you're living in a place like that, mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. It's not about you're just part of the tribe. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Right, where is this tribe that only counts to three? It's somewhere like the Amazon or something. Really? And they, they, there's no more numbers than three. They mm. don't need it. Anything more than three, they just say, I'll have more. Right. Or give us another three. But <laughs> give they us don't another need three? To, well, yeah. Yeah. Or another one or another two. But what if they need 200? That's complicated, isn't it? Well, you just keep going, give us three. And then just keep a slow three. way of doing it. They've got nothing else to do. They're living in the Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm at the bus stop. Um, oh, here's your bus. <laughs> so far, you've told me nothing about maths whatsoever. So you're concluding that he is dim. Fucking idiot. When I was on holiday recently, yeah. I got talking to an old fella because mm. where, where I went, it's mainly for old people. Mm -hmm. Um,. I got chatting with him. Uh, you could tell he had a lot of money. Yeah. He sort of tanned. He had um, that sort of um, rouge-coloured sort of jeans. Oh, yeah. Which is always sort tell, of... Tell-tale sign. It's, it's kind of like he's got money. Yeah. And... Um, the uh, red jeans are twice as much, sir. It's okay, I've got money. Yeah, it's sort of... It's either that colour or yellow. But you yeah. can carry it off when you're an old man, and especially with the tan, you think, yeah, he's got a few... Oh, I'm, a, I'm a millionaire. Do you have any yellow jeans? Uh, we've got one pair, sir, but they're no one... the most expensive. Yeah, they're, they're in the back room. Um, uh, could I just see your your bank account first? There it is. Oh, yeah, you can afford yellow jeans, all right, sir. Come this way. So I got talking to him, and it turns out he had a uh, cruise ship. Right. Loads of money. Mm. Now, I was chatting to him for about ten minutes. Yeah. What so colour was his jacket? Said very. He didn't have a jacket on, just a white shirt. Hmm. He's wearing red jeans and a white shirt. Yeah, sort of leather, leather slip-on shoes that I can remember. And um, how old is he? It's hard to tell because he, he was well tanned. Right. Um, was he an attractive man? He's a good-looking fella. So uh, he's rich. So you saw this rich, good-looking bloke with just a shirt on. Oh, he had a shirt and his his pink yeah. pants. His pink so, pants, and he okay. just went over. Well, and I, don't a conversation I don't know. Why did you notice his, what um, kind of the crotch area was? Why did you notice what you were looking the, very much at the eyes? I, I the can see why you could see if you're looking at his face, you could see a white shirt. But why could you see you what, what colour the I'm fabric you. around his this testicles were? You saw a good-looking old man sat at the bar. You went up and bought him a drink. Right? Yeah, you, oh, so, you I was noticed for the, the barbecue to open. Right. right. Okay. And you I got noticed there a man's. Early. So you noticed a man's trousers. No. Yeah. No. I was annoyed. I don't like late nights on holiday. Okay. Jet lag. Suzanne said, let's go down there early tonight. Right. I get there, I find out the barbecue's not for another 40 odd minutes. What time was the it? The holiday rep. Uh, well, I don't know, it starts at 8. Well, you're so noticing people, you're minutes. noticing old men's uh, genital coverings, but you don't know what fucking time it is. Yeah, but. Get your I'm story saying, straight. What I'm saying to you is the right. reason I noticed his pants is because what he was talking about, right. there was no reference points. I didn't have a clue what he was going on about. Right. You what was he talking about for your eyes to wander down to his penis, is what I'm trying to say. What made you look at his penis? Because I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. What I'm trying to say to you is, his his reference points. I had no idea and what, what was he was he going on about. about. He was talking about how he was in some Cuban war. He told me about how he'd met President Reagan. He told me something about how he'd, he'd cut up a cow once. There was. this bloke? I think he's an maniac <laughs> who has spilled blood on his trousers yeah. whilst hacking up his dead wife. He's gone insane. He's jithering and chatting away, claiming he owns a cruise ship. He, he told me he spent thirty six grand on furniture. And when I sort of looked at him like, what You're have you beautiful. been buying? And he's going, oh, well, I needed a couple of shade lounges. 
And it, it was just, there was nothing I could relate to. He loved it. Wasn't she in a TV series? I don't understand why you have no interest in either being in a Cuban war, having met Ronald Reagan. Because. Why is that not interest? Why have because you got no reference? I don't know why the trousers were much more appealing to you. If someone was telling me. Tell you, I was in a war, and then I met was, Che Guevara, uh, and Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro, and then why are you looking at my packet? So that's that's my point. It's just What's that, your point? That you can have a chat with a fella just like I'm talking to the geek at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> Even sometimes sometimes what? you can't you can't take part. What what am I meant to say about him meeting Reagan? What am I meant to say about him being But aren't you interested to ask him asking questions about he was in a war? When I sort of took it back to oh I wonder what, what meat they're doing at the barbecue, <laughs> he wasn't bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fact that that's your contribution. He's talking about the missile crisis and you're going oh, He's met when, presidents and yeah. important people, he's experienced extraordinary you things see, which would be fascinating to anyone and you're not interested, you just want to know whether the sausages. But, but I mean there there it is, you see. He's come down, he's looked at you without prejudice and thought I don't know this guy the language barrier probably saved you and he thought he's probably a smart guy I'd tell him a bit about my life why is he looking at my meat and two veg they're like the barbecue you don't need the barbecue it's a lovely little fucking sausage here when but, you're talking to a stranger mm. aren't you meant to keep it above the waist keep it uh, looking at his bollocks keep it erect <laughs> I made Carl laugh. <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, the in-depth study of the mother of science. The Ricky Gervais Guide to Philosophy. You can still enjoy the back catalogue of these guides. Medicine, natural history and the arts. And seasons one to five of the Ricky Gervais Show. Over the last few years, with all our explorations, our studies, what have you learnt? What's the one big thing you've learnt since we've been doing this, since you've met myself and, and Stephen, since we've been prodding you, since we've treated you like, like an ape that we want to teach to speak? What have you learnt about yourself and the world? One thing, if you had to take it with you, no, I don't, I don't think I've learned anything that, that substantial. Ever? During all this. There's not been anything groundbreaking, has there? We've chatted about midgets with no arms and legs. Gay ones. <laughs> I don't know if that will ever crop up again in a chat. So even if, even if I've learned something from it, I don't think it'll ever crop up again. So it's no use. That's what I'm saying to you about information and intelligence. It's if you can use it. There's so no you're saying this series of audiobooks at the price of £1.95 is absolutely worthless and pointless. Yeah, I suppose it is, yeah. Thanks. Good night. This audio program is presented by Audible.com. Audible, audio that speaks to you wherever you are.